This is a podcast from the Queen City Podcast Network. Panther Nation Podcast. Yeah. Let's go. Huh. Yeah. Oh, Cuddy. Cut right. And I would like to introduce one of the hottest podcasts in Carolina history. Let's go. Oh, 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 yeah. Stop, let's check. Let's go. We got time to chop it up. Talking uh-huh. analytics and fantasy draft, you know what's up. Panther Nation yeah. representing, cause this is where we talk that. Talk that's so incredible, make them rewind that talk back. Pause. Talking Panthers football, we discussing it all. On and up the field, you know exactly who to call. You know we the number one podcast. Competition is non-existent, you need to stop that. Pause. It's an honor to be a Panther fan, Paul. At Bank of America, that is where we ball. Coming to the jungle, then you gonna feel the pause. Winning the trophy for the city, it is the call. Black, white, and blue, we going Carolina strong. And this is the conversation where everyone belongs. Discussing all the numbers and topics, you know we got it. We the hottest podcast, and we popping. Let's go. Yo, 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 what's cracking? It's your boy Rashad back again. A lot of a lot of Rashad. A lot of Rashad today and over the past couple of days. You've been busy, been man. I've been busy. I've been busy uh, in a lot of ways. In a lot of ways, been busy. I don't just pod. There's a lot going on. But yeah, man. Shout out to Dave in the building. Dave, what's good with you, man? Um, you know. What's going on, guys? What's going on? How you know what happened this week? I mean, what's been going on this week? It's a lot. A lot's going on, man. It's a lot happening. You know, I, I'm, just trying to, I'm just trying to understand what what has been occurring this week. I, I just I, I know there's been a lot of a lot of fl- a lot of flash and flare, a lot of things going on in the in the air. So I'm just trying to get an idea of what's what's good in these streets because yeah. these streets have been woof woof. Yeah, been a woof. wild a wild. I, it's been I've been so busy. I don't have any slides today. Uh, so no no, there's gonna be no visuals. We got enough to talk about without the visuals. Um, so, uh, I mean, no no visuals this time. But before we get into all of that, man, uh, Dave, how was your weekend? Um, what, what's good with you, man? Uh, pretty good weekend. You know, it was pretty chill. Um, you know, I, I've been I've been on this college football tip going to all these games. And so it was, it was very enjoyable to actually, like, chill for a change. I started – I'm continuing my Evo journey. I'm still – I'm going to be streaming. I'm shooting the stream three times a week on my channel so that's been fun um but overall pretty chill weekend nothing crazy going on this weekend i mean i mean it was thanksgiving weekend but it was still yeah. a very chill thanksgiving like this is it was a chill thanksgiving i went to work on friday you know i didn't really you know i did i did indulge in black friday we already discussed that though but now nah, mm-hmm. pretty good weekend yeah good stuff like i said thanksgiving weekend you know um uh, got to chill with i was in the two six shot to fairville i was in fairville all weekend uh, you know, always got to show Fairville some love. Every Thanksgiving, I'm back in the Ville. Uh, so, yeah, man, good stuff. Chilling with my family, dad, my pops, my my mom, my grandma, my aunts. All, all good stuff. All good stuff, man. Uh, so, yeah, man, good stuff. All good stuff. Um, a lot happening. Dave, uh, D- Dave, we're, let's let's get this thing cracking, man. Um, because everybody heard me. I did a live reaction to the David, David Tepper press conference or what we what we call a press conference. Um, but Dave, we haven't heard from you. I did give my thoughts on the, on the, on the removal of Frank Wright's on, on, um, 
on Chris's show on Charlotte Vibe. Um, I have no problem restating those things. Um, I did watch. It was funny because initially it was very hard to find the replay at the press conference, but I did watch the bulk of David Tepper's press conference and a couple things that I've not- I noticed off the gate. Wasn't that long. Um, no. Wasn't that long. 13 um, minutes to be exact. Yeah, it wasn't that long considering, you know, how often we get to see him answer questions. I was kind of disappointed in the time. And I don't think he's a fan of Scott Fowler. Um, <laughs> Shout out to Scott. I tried to get him on the on the show, man. He didn't respond. I couldn't DM him. Because uh, I don't think he follows us, but yeah, it's okay. Uh, I tried to get him on the show, but yeah, shout out to Scott Fowler, man. He does not not a fan, and he wasn't the only one. He wasn't but, the only one. To be oh no, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. Um, Sheena and Vashta said they didn't get to ask a question either. I, but you know what happened to Scott was interesting, and I and I and I and he was vocal about it. He let folks know about it. Um, but he also he did write a scathing article about the fact that. You know, he said that Tepper should fire himself, which was fascinating. Um, I, I'm going to always give props to the Charlotte Observer, particularly about when the whole thing happened with March Mint. They were the only ones that actually updated the report. Like, all these other mainstream outlets didn't really do that. So I commend them for that. So I I, I felt a way about that. Um, but the biggest thing I was annoyed by is that he to- – well, I'm not annoyed, but it was the fact that he told on himself. I don't know if you – Saw that he kind of told on himself. Speak, uh, speak on it, Dave. How did he tell on himself? So when they asked him about the whole trade up and veto and all that, and and he was like, "Well, you know, the plan was to trade up the two to take Stroud because we thought we going because because we because we you know we were fine with taking Stroud, but then when we couldn't do that, we ended up going to one, and then we 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 went the one and and it was unanimous from the coaches and the scouts that it was the pick but I always had veto power um i uh, I'm, I'm not i don't know if I'm fully buying all the unanimous, unanimousness that he's he was he was out here saying i yeah, think well, he I mean, kind of told on himself a little bit it se- sounded like he people, told on himself yeah several people reported the fact that it was unanimous or almost unanimous that the 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 buy-in uh, you know was on was Bryce. Bryce was a unanimous guy. Everybody wanted Bryce. And around the league, I gotta be honest with you, the, the Texans, they said they wanted Bryce too. So there was there were a lot of people wanted Bryce number one overall. So not just us as a team. There was consensus yeah. around the league was Bryce was the number one overall guy. So um and, and I, I hate you know I hate that now and just just sorry to take away from your moment because you kind Are you of good? Up, but I hate that the whole notion and the whole uh, narrative is now changing to isolating that particular issue. Like that Bryce getting Bryce and drafting number one overall and trading up. I have no problem with that as a fan. I have zero problem with us going up to get Bryce young and, and get us getting our quarterback from a fan standpoint. I are. And I want folks to understand my perspective on it. I felt like, if you're going to trade up, you got to understand what the expectations are. I know a lot of folks was go all in, let's let's trade up, let's go get our guy, whatever it takes. I said that. I, I was you, on double, saying you, that. you, sure. you were not alone. I don't want to put you on this island. A lot of folks felt that way too. And my thing has always been: if you're gonna do something like this, you better understand what the expectations are because you're not gonna you don't want to have to give up a number one overall pick to the next to Chicago or wherever we got to trade up to go get them. 
Listen, I, but I'm and, and I'm again. I'm not caping for Tep by any means. No, but no, nobody thought that we were going to be this bad. Like you, no, nobody thought us trading up and getting Bryce Young, putting Bryce Young in this spot. No one knew or anticipated or could even fathom oh, no. that we would end up being this bad. No, so I, I mean, I, I understand the expectations were the expectation, right? And that's yep. why we're uh, that's why fans are so frustrated, right? It's yep. because. You you trade these assets away and it's a failure, right? And that's what I hate that it's getting law. I hate that the narrative is starting to become, oh, who wanted Bryce for versus who didn't want Bryce? Because who cares? That's the getting. We got the quarterback. Yeah, the, like the, I, the, I, I'm with you there because for me, it doesn't matter who you take more than what the person now you're going to put around them. It doesn't matter. And I've been and, on that and, train for a and, minute. And, and scheme and how you operate. Yeah, yeah. The every team. every everything matters, right? So when you when you say, "Well, I'd rather have Bryce over CJ. I'd rather have Will Levis over any of them. I'd rather have Anthony Richardson over any of them." It don't matter if you ain't got the scheme to fit the guy that you got. It Bro, really and, does and, not matter. And you're you're making a great point. And I I just want to pause right here. And I want I want everybody to make sure they go watch cut to it from Steve Smith. He just released an episode about the Frank Reich firing. And they they talked about they talked about the issues with Frank Reich and RPOs and the break they broke down a lot of the X's and O's and there were some things said on the pod um, that you know that enlighten and bring to the forefront of some of the issues that failed Bryce Young right there's a lot there's a lot that they unpack and I'm not gonna I, I don't want to you know prevent people from seeing it so make sure y'all go check that out. But the overall point, I think, was getting lost, and what I don't want to get lost as a fan and as a as a someone that has been pounding the table and has been very critical of David Tepper, is that how did you end up there? Oh yeah. Oh. How yeah. did how did how did you end up selecting this guy to be the leader of this of this of the Bryce Young train and the, the Bryce Young era? How do you select Frank Reich to be that guy? How and not only that, how do you get hoodwinked twice? This isn't like people are isolated to Bryce Young, uh, to Frank Reich, and I hate that that's happening because it's not just a Frank Reich issue. This is now your second time. You, you Matt Rule obviously hoodwinked you too, right? So there's there's some people, and I heard Smitty say, and all due respect, again, I heard Smitty go on on Kyle Bailey Joe in the, in the morning, whatever or whenever Kyle Bailey show is, and say that. Um, you know, uh, well, you know, how, it was a question about us. How well, how does Frank Wright get the job if, if, uh, you know, you if it was going to be this bad, right? And Smitty was go said something about, well, you know, anybody can go in the interview and lie, and and you can say, of course, you put your best foot forward when you go in the interview. But that's just that. But what my point, my pushback to that is, it's not about just Frank Wright. You've got hoodwinked twice. This isn't. Well, this is. This well, is the second time. Well, the, the prop, the prop. So let's let let's let's compare the two. Like we got to remember, we 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 got to remember what happened in the first round of the of the hoodwink, we'll roll with hoodwink. We got to remember what happened in the first round. Matt Rule was on a plane to New York. Right. He was ready to go to New York. Right. Tepper stopped him from going on the plane. Tepper dropped him that bag. Right. So so that situation and what happened with Frank, 
two different things. Same result. Same result. I don't care. Okay. So I know you don't care. No, 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 no. So I, I want to make this analogy, right? And I said this a couple of times. When you go to a restaurant, Dave, you don't you don't care how the food is made. You just know you just want it to be good. You don't go ask the chef and 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 say, "Hey, what what kind of seasoning do you use on that joint?" I do. Right? I got you, allergies, bro. Well, but you still don't know how. You you're not you're not seeing. You no, might I'm ask the question of how it's prepared, it made. but no, you ain't seeing it getting cooked. Yeah, now I'm with you, right? And so, from a fan perspective, we don't know we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. We don't see the food getting cooked, but we want it to be good. Absolutely. Otherwise, so I'm we don't care. I don't. Back. I don't care. So I don't. From a fan standpoint, I don't care what the process is. I know that the process has given me bad food twice. I've gotten served crap twice. So what I'm asking, because this is my favorite restaurant, and it's right, it's two two miles away from me. The reviews are terrible, bro. And we not with the ownership's not going to change. But we asking for a new chef, and you might need to you might need to change who's doing the hiring. You might need to outsource to Expedia. I mean, uh, what's the what's the hiring company, Dave? Indeed. You might Indeed. need to hit up a new, you might need to outsource. You know what I mean? You might need to find somebody else that can help identify some of the hoodwinked that, that that's gotten you. I'm gonna give twice. I'm gonna give because there was a recent thing that came out, and I don't know how accurate it is. Cause it because have you heard about like what possibly cause this firing to happen this soon what's that so there's there's let me be clear speculation don't know if it's fully accurate or not but something to the effect of they wanted to implement more rpo frank didn't want to do it and that was pretty much yeah the rap, yeah, and they, right? they talked about that on on uh on cut tour with with steve smith and the, the couple of guests that he had uh, they talked about how RPO just wasn't his thing, and my thing is, that's my point, right? How but the do thing you, is, wait, 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 wait. But the thing is, point. when he was with the Eagles, that's what they ran. Yeah, but he didn't necessarily call the plays either. Like, they, so, uh, so to that point, there's been a lot of a lot of a lot of people have, have talked about that, right? And they talked about how Frank Wright kind of lost some of his sauce when Nick Sirianni and them dudes was gone. Like the, when he lost some of the guys that kind of propped him up like Frank Reich's system was never able to rebound right so he his standalone Frank Reich we hasn't been very good right so all that all that aside Dave the point is how was that not identified during the interview process if you know that the guy you're drafting is RPO heavy how do you then get a guy that's not RPO? How is that not identified? And even if Frank Wright goes in there and says, yeah, we're going to do whatever it takes to make Bryce Young, who, who is not – like that's what that's what gets – that's what is mind-boggling to me, as a, even as a layman fan. I'm not an X's and O's guy. But I can see that the offense isn't working, bro. And how is that not identified earlier? You're now 11 weeks into the – like Bryce Young could have gotten his head taken up. He's taking 40 sacks. On pace to be the highest sack quarterback, a rookie quarterback ever. How was it? How does this not? He's like, gonna get break Carr's up? record. On, on pace, I don't know. I don't know. Oh my god. Oh god. So that's my thing. How does that happen? So again, I don't know. I don't know the interview process. I I'm not gonna sit up here and pretend like I do, but I know the result. 
I, I, I just, was fed something. I, I just, see the result. I just feel like the interview process, man, y'all don't want me potting today. No pod, Dave, because I know you a manager. Just talk, talk about it. The interview process is not – it's hard to have a real interview process when you already know who you want. It is. Like, I mean yeah, – No, that's a good point. It's no, a good I mean, point. it is. Like, right? So you you and and I'm not and I'm and and the thing is you're not it's hard to bias is always going to be in anything that you do anything so it's it's hard to 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 give everybody the fair opportunity that they deserve and it's very possible there might have been somebody else that Tepper wanted but you know they might not have interviewed so at that point now, what do you do? Right? What do you do? Do you go with somebody that has pretty much shown you that he can do some damage here? Damn near took you, got you a division win, or you want to go with something completely different? And you want to get a QB whisperer, or so you thought you had a QB whisperer. And then you put this all-star cast around this QB whisperer, and you now you have multiple QB whisperers. They're all whispering different shit. They're all like whispering different things. And then what you learn is that maybe you shouldn't have so many QB whispers. Maybe one or two will suffice. Or maybe just one yeah. will suffice. And that that's that's some of the notion. And when I listened to Cut to it, that was some of the notion as to why Deuce and Josh probably got the can is because they were trying to get rid of some of those voices. You know what I mean? And so and again, we talk about all the 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 the, the cooks in the kitchen. Right. Do you so, do you remember do you remember what I said when we were talking about this all-star cast of coaches and we were talking about who was going to be the number one pick? Do you recall what I said? Yeah. I'm gonna remind you guys of what I said. I said I want the guy that Caldwell wants. That's what I said. Y'all mm-hmm. thought I was crazy. I said, I want the guy. That Caldwell wants people are like why well, Caldwell? The guy's proven that he can do this. I don't. Josh McCown's probably done some great things, but I know that Caldwell's helped out to get two quarterbacks to Super Bowls. I know he turned Matt Stafford around when he went to Detroit. So I want the guy that has that has a proven track record. I want him. So wherever he wanted, that's who I wanted. So if he, if he wanted Levis, I want Levis. If he wanted Richardson, I want Richardson. Because he would be the guy that I could I trusted that could do what needs to be done to get it right. It's not an accident that Caldwell's still here, guys. It's not. And maybe Tepper realizes that too. Because he could have cleaned, cleaned more than just Frank. Let's keep it a buck. He could have cleaned out more than Frank. Let's, let's keep yeah. it a bean. Like, and that might be, and, and that might be the little credit I give Tepper. That and making the decision to get out of this situation fast. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, and I don't. I don't blame. I don't blame. And, and so here's the thing: I don't blame Tepper for for firing Frank Wright when he like it was going downhill, bro. Nobody, mm-hmm. nobody is is faulting David Tepper for moving on for Frank Wright. That's not. The, I think, like, the bro. Fault, that's not the problem. The fault. The fault was the decision. The fault was the decision to hire him in the first place. How do we get that's, there exactly? Yeah, the fault that, was hiring him in the first the, place. The, for the the question that I have, and nobody's talked about it, respectfully, all due respect 
to Steve Smith and, and I was listening to the show and I'm sitting here waiting for the answers. How do we get to that point? How do we get to Frank Wright? We 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 can we all talking about the result, not how we got to this point. Yeah. And that's my question as a fan is how do we even get to this point? And unfortunately, we're not going to know because that's that's another one of the points and my criticisms about the interview the the, the uh, press conference is that you know he dodged the question Joe Person lined him up laid it out all the same things that we've said on this on this show the, hey your record's trash we now all these head coaches the way you selected them is not working are you going to outsource the hire to a company mm-hmm. he did he said he didn't he he did not address that question he dodged he did, he, now he did now to his credit he did say hey things aren't working we're going to self assess and we're gonna do, we we're gonna get it right. I give him credit for that. Okay. But and of course, maybe maybe you don't want to put all you don't you don't owe it to us to tell us that you're gonna do things, and you you don't owe us to tell us the exact process, right? But it would be good to to hear him say, "Hey, hey, man, like I'm gonna do I'm gonna do something different, and maybe I'm gonna step back, and I'm not gonna you know do X Y Z, and I'm maybe I'll listen to other people, and because that's my biggest criticism, I could care. Bro, I don't, I don't, I care about the result, right? I care about how we got there and the result. The result, everything that happens in between, like, bro, it, it what's happening behind the scenes, we we're never gonna know. It's all speculation. Yeah. But the result is the the facts are the facts. We have like one of the worst records in uh in, in his first in first six years of ownership in any in any ownership team. The work like one of the worst. It's not pretty, bro. And so something needs to change. And, and like, and so that's what I, and so I'm Dave, I want you to finish like you giving your thoughts. I know we kind of, we kind of uh, segued on and gone some other things, but finish, go ahead and finish giving your thoughts about the, in reaction to the, um to the press conference before I go off. I'm getting a, my, my head starting to hurt, bro. Can I do some super chats first for um, continue? Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. Let's hit though. Let's hit yeah. Go. We got to hit a couple of these, man. So shout out to call me Bezo with no Frank. Is TB still going to have his pistol form? I don't know. So real quick with this, I do think you're going to see some different offense because again, oh yeah, again Frank uh, uh, Thomas Brown was was given a box to work in. That box no longer exists. Frank uh, Thomas Brown is going to do what he needs to do and what he deems, you know, with some advisement from the, the appropriate folks from what he deems, yeah, yeah, from, from what he deems. As the best play call, and I, it could listen. Somebody posted earlier, and I, we, I was in, I was knee deep in a, uh, in a in a thought, so I couldn't post it. But somebody said, "Hey, you know, uh, the, the Steelers fired Matt Canada, and then put up four hundred the next game." So there is hope, right? And so, yeah, th- I think that the offense is going to be much better under Thomas Brown. Maybe the pistol doesn't. I think you're still going to see a lot of shotgun, and so you're going to see what he deems best for t- for uh, for Bryce Young. But I think they're going to see a drastic change and drastic improvement by from Thomas Brown. I'm on with you there. It's going to be different. We're going to see some different things come this game against the Bucks. And I've been joking with Chris about because we had a little joke on the on his show yesterday about um we're still not mathematically eliminated. And I said, yeah. talk to me when the when if we beat the Bucks. If we beat the Bucks, then we can start discussing things. But until now, nah, we until we go go through all three of these these next division games, then we can talk. <laughs> we got three three. I think what three division games in a row, or is it how many in a row? Games? But I know we got four left. We got four left, and three of them are coming up. I don't know if they're in a row, but talk to me yeah. after that. Yeah, fair enough. All right, let's 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 keep hitting it. Tep carries himself like a, your typical politician. Shout out to Alvin for the super chat. 
I mean, he's a billionaire, man. That's what you expect, right? Like that's yeah. Part he, of he he definitely carried himself like a politician up there for sure. He's a billionaire, bro. The, he only has to come when he fires a coach and at the end of the season. That's all. That's the time we see him. All right. Next up, shout out to TC Smooth eighty five for the super chat. When they went from the power run to the spread, it's one of the reasons why it's so bad. The second half of last season showed what this year should have been. I completely agree with you, but once again, it's about the box, right? If you got a if you got a head coach that's putting you in a box, you ain't gonna do what you want. You got a head coach talking about I don't want a power run game, you ain't gonna be able to do much. All right, ICP, appreciate the super chat. The common denominator is Scott two for two Fitterer. That's not true, bro. He wasn't that around. He wasn't, even a, he wasn't, he wasn't even around with, for Matt Rule. He, he wasn't, wasn't even the Matt guy Rule. then. He got so hired not, during the rule. True. He got hired during the rule era, and then he was in his and his and his hands were tied because he couldn't. He every Matt Rule had final say on everything. So now nah, I ain't buying that. Marty All Herney, right. Marty Herney helped hire uh, Matt, Rule. Matt Rule. Call me Bezo again, Dave. He crawled Frank making it to the end of the season. Yeah, I tweeted it, and I admitted I was wrong after I tweeted it because literally after I tweeted, he was going to make it to the end of the season. Um. It you know about less than minutes later they announced that he was fired. And by the way, there's one thing I did say on Sunday. I don't know if you remember it, but I said he looked like a guy that knows he's about to get fired. Yeah, he did. He that press conference. He looked. Yo, he looked like yo. He looked like a. Now I still thought it wasn't going to be to the end of the year, but he looked like a guy that knew he was about to get fired. All right. Shout out to Red Boy for the super chat. So what was Caldwell doing his whole time before today? Well, you know, one thing I've learned um, being in management is that sometimes you just do as you're told. You do as you're told until you've got to go do something else until you get the opportunity to open up. And I'm t- I would not be, and I'm, well, I would not be shocked that, you know, Caldwell probably walked up in there and was like, yo, you probably should try something like this, and, and he overrode him. Kind of like some of you guys think that Tepper overrode the pick. Which we don't know. All right, next up, shout out to Jared. This situation reminds me of in Miami when Flores wanted Herbert over Tua. They got him out of there and found someone who could scheme for him. Now look, yeah. that's true. That's true. It's a good point. It's a valid a point. point. Very valid point. All right, we got a couple more. Shout out to Alex. Frank's comments post-firing shows that he already had one foot out the door on coaching in mind, body, and spirit. Moving on from him now gives us the best chance for the future. The man almost got paid $70 million between the Indianapolis and Carolina. So you might have a valid point there, sir. He's going to get his full contract for both teams, which is wild. Yeah, he's getting thir- I think he's getting $30 million for the Panthers. And I think he already. I think he had another $35 to $40 million from Indy left. Crazy, bro. He's, he's, he's Sm- cooking right now. Falling like a bouse. Shout out to so, Land. One oh, more. Go ahead. Shout no, no, out to Land. Segue to this. But go ahead. Yeah. Shout out to Land. And did y'all see that report from Pelissero about Ben? Um. Yeah. I so I, I saw it. So basically, um, what happened was, um, Tom Purcello went on the Mac and Bone show, uh, and said that basically him not coming to Carolina didn't have anything to do with, uh, the job itself. Is that you know, he, his loyalties to, um, uh, to Ben Johnson. Yeah. No, no. To, uh, excuse me. Excuse me. To Detroit, to Detroit, to Detroit. 
He wanted to stay with Detroit. So here's the here's the quotes because I was I was paraphrasing, but here's the quote right here. Ben Johnson had a plane waiting on him and decided not to get on it and called him on a Wednesday, Wednesday night and said, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be able to do it. This wasn't this wasn't about the Panthers specifically. Okay. I mean it might not have been. I mean, if it he's might, loyal, yeah, we don't, we yeah, don't know. If he if he's loyal to Dan Campbell, maybe he thought he probably would get another year in. You know, no, I, I, I think I think that you know Ben wanted to complete a job. Uh, Detroit was cooking, and they're still cooking. They are, and maybe he thinks that you know maybe he wanted to peak uh, with with Detroit. I don't. We're speculating, uh, and so so let's talk about Detroit. Do you think Detroit got a shot to get to the Super Bowl? Man, I don't care about Detroit, bro. I, I care about if, if I can get Ben Johnson. I care about that because he's number one on my list. He is on mine too. If he's we're gonna one, go outside, if, he's if, number one. If 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 we're gonna go with the guy, and that, I think this is why maybe Tepper wasn't because they asked Tepper in the press conference, "Hey, what? Hey, what? What do you think this this type of on again, off again, firing, hiring is gonna prevent us or from getting another guy?" And he basically said, "No, I'm not concerned." No, because he's good. At the end of the day, Tepper's going to open a checkbook, bro. Besides that, there's only, 30, there's only there's only thirty two jobs. Well, that's not. I mean, so that's a. There's, there's only enough, thirty, bro. Yeah, there's only thirty two of these. But Dave, D- D- Dave, I, I, that's a that's a good point. It's valid because it's a fact, right? But the problem is, look looking at this, look at this, because we talk about only thirty two. And shout out to Mike K because he responded to that point, right? There's nine coaches who have been in their current. Uh, team for more than five years only nine yeah 18 out of their 18 have been with their current team for less than two years 18 12 coaches have been with their current team for one or for one year or less day there's a lot of coaches hitting and missing so it's there's 32 teams but several teams are coming up multiple times i.e the carolina panthers were just in the market last year we right back in the market again so there's always going to be jobs available Always gonna be jobs available. So yeah, you're right. Technically, there's 32 teams, but they're not dudes. Is not just hanging around forever. There's always gonna be jobs open, bro. Always. Oh no, there's always gonna be openings. But the point that I'm the, the point that I'm saying is that there's only 32 of them. There's only 32 slots to be a head coach in the National Football League. Yes, it's a revolving door. Yes, there's always openings at the end of the season. But it doesn't change the fact that there's only 32 of them. It's not like it's not like McDonald's where there's general managers all over the country. There's thousands of them. There's only 32 of these slots. And there's so many people that want to be a head coach. I mean, Ben, and like you said about Ben Johnson, he probably just wanted to close a deal with Detroit. He probably wanted maybe, to see where we don't I, know. Yeah, I'm telling you. We don't know. And maybe that's Detroit true. was Detroit was bubbling near the end of that year, bro, last season. They were showing. So, you know, it could have been that. And now they're pretty much going to win the division, which which uh, I told y'all. I thought I was crazy when I said they were going to win and beat the Chiefs on Thursday night. I just want to remind y'all of that. Where do you turn to stay in touch with the city around you? Broadcast news isn't what it used to be. And commercial radio doesn't scratch that itch. If only there was one place you could get it all, when you want, wherever you want, on your schedule. There is the Queen City Podcast Network. Listen to your city on your schedule at queencitypodcastnetwork.com and everywhere you get your podcasts.
I want to talk about number two. Are you open to making a current staff member on the Panthers the head coach? Only person I would be cool with is uh, Ivro Ivro. That's it. Just Ivro or Carl or Caldwell. Those are two. But I feel I feel like I feel like I need a I need a younger brain in there because again, Caldwell's up there. You're gonna be looking for another head coach, and I want a guy that can be around here for the long haul, bro. Like I want a but, guy that can be around here for 10, 15 years, right? And that's not gonna happen with Caldwell. That sounds like that's what Tepper wanted too. He said he wanted right, to have which for 30. Is, which, but, which, which makes this even worse. Why would you hire him if you wanted a guy for 30 years? Right. Yeah, because he's not Frank Wright was already 62. So that didn't make much <laughs> sense at all. But, but he yeah. said that I lost my mind. Yeah, that's true. That didn't make much sense. But but maybe, but maybe that wasn't his number one guy either. I saw some people in the chat talking about but, maybe Ben Johnson was his number one guy. But still, you interviewed Ivro. Ivro. Yeah. You interviewed you you inter- like he was probably the youngest guy you interviewed, if I recall correctly, unless I'm tripping. I mean, you did interview so Caldwell as well. You interviewed Caldwell as well. Yeah, they did. They did. Um, so like my thing, it ultimately for me, it ultimately boils down to this. I agree. We're on the same page with regards to the internal options. Those two, Caldwell and Evero, and they could Evero. I have a and, yeah. I, I have a good feeling though. I think Evero is probably. I think he's probably going to get hired somewhere. I think we're going to lose him this offseason. I think he's going to – if he gets an opportunity to interview somewhere, I think he's gone, bro. Um, unless that unless that bag, that assistant – or excuse me, that uh, coordinator bag might be big. I'm pretty sure. Uh, and so he may he may, st- he may stick around for the, for the money. I don't know. But I, at the end of the day, listen, uh, if Ben Johnson or – I see Slogs, a couple guys in here that y'all are talking about that I have no problem with, um, and I just my 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 question or concern is when they get here, are can they are they going to be able to have a a GM? Because uh, we don't know what's going on with Fitter. We ne- we didn't get that question answered because Tepper asked. left. Nobody asked. No, they asked. Then he it, did ask. Oh, he, oh yeah. yeah Joe Person asked and he walked out. Joe Person asked and he he just walked out. So I think he answered um, then. Yeah, I guess no answer is an answer, but fitter, fitterer, we don't know if if so. Are you hamstring? Here's the question: Are you hamstringing your new coach that you bring in by pairing him with a Scott Fitterer, or are you going to wipe the slate clean? I think if you bring in a new coach, you got to bring in a new GM. You got to, bro. You have the, to. The and that's why I think the internal candidate might be higher odds than Ben. I, I I agree with you. And, actually. and no, and, not not that not, not that I want that, but that's what I think. No, no, but happen. like like if you like you gotta think about what, what situation you, you were in, right? Like you you gotta think about everything in the spectrum. Jim Caldwell's a unique um piece because I know for you know he said it prior to him coming to Carolina that he wanted one more shot at being a head coach. Part of the reason why he made the decision to interview with Carolina because he thought he had a chance to become the head coach here. Um, and if you notice, he didn't really interview with hardly anybody else because for multitude of reasons, y'all can figure that out another time. Um, but when you start looking at that option, or maybe you make Ezero the coach, 
only to make sure that he doesn't leave. That's an option too. Um, I, yeah, I just don't know that with him, and maybe he just didn't want the interim job. Maybe he he, he would no, take I, the first I, Look, I'm gonna job. be honest with you, bro. And I and I didn't want to completely say it on Charlotte Vibe because you know, but I I can say it here. The just last so. thing I, the last thing I wanted to do was have another black coach sitting there as an interim head coach. That was the last thing I wanted to see. I was so happy when they had Chris Tabor. I, I'm gonna keep it a buck with y'all because you you could because you're damned if you do, damn if you don't. If you put somebody in there and he does well, they're probably not gonna hire him. If you put somebody in there that does bad, they have a reason not to. I'm glad there's somebody in, that's there right now that's not interested in the head coach of vacancy. So that was the best thing to, for them to do. I'm gonna keep it a buck with y'all. All right. The two, the other two times we had an interim head coach, they were both African American. One did terrible, didn't win a game. The other didn't one deserve six the and, job. didn't deserve the job. The other one went six and six. Strong argument for it. Didn't get Strong it. Strong argument. Didn't get, didn't it. get it. So I, when I heard they fired right and they decided to go Chris Tabor, I was relieved. I'm going to keep it a bunch. I was relieved. And truth be told, it was the most stable thing that was running as special teams coordinator. That was the most stable thing they've had out of the bunch. If you keep it a bunch. Well, the defense. I, the, I defense, would, yeah, too. I agree. I agree. But with the, the injuries and everything else good. going on, give give Thomas Brown an opportunity to be OC. Give Ero, Ero to continue to do what he's doing. Yeah. Right, and have a guy in there that doesn't want to be the head coach. I I'm fine right. with that. So that I that real- gives that gives Tepper, since we know that Tabor doesn't want to be the coach, that gives Tepper room to just actually try to have some process that's fair. Couple super chats. Uh, ICP says if we go out and uh, and look like a totally different team, uh, meaning back to Panther football, I might be even more pissed. It took so long for change. Yeah, uh, that's completely valid. Is this kind of some of the same things we saw last year? You know, when, when Wilkes took that same exact team we're in the ripped, with some ripped parts like CMC, uh, CMC gone, right? Strip CMC away. Now we're no CMC, no DJ Moore. And if we can still go out there and look great, you got to start asking. You, and again, and I agree going back to and it, it kind of coincides with Noli's point, bro. Like uh, the scheme, all that stuff, bro. Maybe we did have something and the scheme just. I would argue, especially with the offensive line, I think there's still lack of some talent. But obviously, I think they are, and they have been proven to be better uh, than what they've shown uh, this year. And we, we know that, and that we know that that is scheme. But I still argue that the ceiling of this, of the offensive line, is still is still. Uh, I mean, yeah, but the thing, remember, man, what do coaches, what are coaches supposed to do? Yeah, put the, they're supposed to put the guys in the best position to succeed. Exactly. Yeah, it's obvious that Frank did not do that. No, I now he's not on the offensive is. side. Like, no, no argue, defensive no side, defensive side, they out here doing their thing with they all are. the injuries they got. They out here, yep. they out here doing their thing. And if people forget, they they swapped to a three four. Yeah, and they're still out there busting their behind there, and they're able to execute. But you can't do much when your freaking offense ain't really helping you. Yeah, the the defense would typically hold it down for about three quarters. Then after that, you know, I mean, the wheels kind of fall off. The offense never does their part. I mean, so we're average. Offense is averaging, I think, like sixteen points a game, fifteen points a game. Not good enough. So I I, I don't disagree with the firing of Frank Wright. Again, my my question is, how does Frank Wright get here in the first place? That's that's been my question with Frank. So here's a question. Uh, here's a comment with, from A Cash. He says, um, if Brandon Staley gets fired, I'm sure the Chargers are going to go after Ben Johnson. And they will probably be a more favorable uh, favorable job for Ben. So Tepper uh, 
better bring that checkbook out to get him. That's the we only way. And we, we I mean, a, listen, I, I don't this, care. I don't. I don't care how much uh, it costs to get a coach because that's none. Of, it doesn't affect the bottom line. The coaches and, don't and, have a salary cap, so pay them. We already seen that Tepper does not care about the checkbook situation when it comes to the coaches. He has been. He is. He is still paying Matt Rule. Yeah, but uh, now I he's think paying Frank Wright. Yeah, but I think with this, sometimes it's not always about money, bro. Like money again. I talk about it. You can't just buy. A, you no, can't you can't. Buy a culture. You can't but, buy a team. You can't buy everything. But, but it's not how jo- it works. But my point is, if Ben Johnson's his guy, if Ben Johnson's his guy, money ain't gonna be the problem. No, it won't be. It won't but be one the thing problem. You can't, one thing you can't compete with, Dave. Let me let me ask you this: Where you where you were looking to move? You going to L.A. or you coming to Charlotte? If I'm getting paid, what Ben Johnson's gonna get paid? I'm going to L.A. Bingo. No, I get it's it. Not, but then again, the charges, some, are, the charges, the charges fact, are cursed too. So that, there's that's some a, factors. That's thing. There's some factors that you just can't come. You just can't compete with, bro. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, tax rate better. You, tax rate better here, probably. Yeah, of course. Cost of living is a lot of things that are better, but still, you know what I mean it's just the allure. You know what I mean? So uh, listen, I'm not I'm not I'm not saying that, you know, you, you can't, yeah, you can't you can't just you money money is not gonna solve every problem. And we've no. seen that. You bought the most expensive staff there was, and they got us one win so far out of 12 games. Well, eleven games, whatever the case is. Eleven games. Nah, I mean I am I want angle front. The Chargers make me nervous, and so do the Raiders. They make me nervous. Um, yeah, so people people are saying Ben Johnson is from here. That, okay, and so maybe he don't want to come home. He did. He chose what? not to come home last year. You know, he chose <laughs> to stay. He chose to stay in Detroit and not come here. Stay. So what are my y'all man, saying? My man picked Detroit over us. Like, what are we talking about? Talking about oh, he's from he's from Carolina. So what? Dude, yo, people got an everybody. Everybody's <laughs> motivation is completely different, and we don't know. We don't know people's motivation, right? Deuce so Staley we, wanted to be close to home, and he got out, and he ended up getting out of here. He got let go. I mean, everybody's got different motivations for different reasons of why they want to work here and want to coach here. But you don't know. You don't know why somebody wants to be here. It could be because of the bag. It could be because they want to be. In the area, you don't know unless you know Ben. Unless you unless you got Ben on speed dial and you talk to him every day, and you're like, yeah, and I really want to be in Charlotte, bro. And listen, I I I, will, I hope we get Ben Johnson. I hope we do whatever it takes to get him because that's my number one guy. I just would uh, like who to a cash's point. I wouldn't be surprised if he chose elsewhere, right? The the oh, yeah. the, the LA the LA allure. Uh, you got Justin Herbert. You got a, a solid roster to work with. You got I mean, so it's. What if, the a Buffalo, lot of, what, what if the Buffalo job opens up? Again, the Buffalo, another one. That's another one. Like, if, if they let go of McDermott, like, there's – we got to see the lay of the land, bro. You got to see the choices out there, who he interviews with, who he decides not to interview with. Hell, uh, D'Amico chose us over – over um uh, chose the Texans over, the, over us. Yeah, he was a former player there, though. Former player there. Again, everybody's motivation everybody's is different. Everybody's motivation That's is different. That's my point. Everybody's motivation is different, bro. That's that's all I'm saying. We got another super chat. Shout out to Alvin for the super chat. Tepper's gonna have to give out that Gad- <laughs> that Goodell money. <laughs> he got it. I'm, there's no question he has it. I don't think the rest of the NFL would be happy if he gave out that Goodell money to a head coach. They weren't happy when he paid when he paid rules as much as he did. So, but you know, 
and and this one here is interesting. Where is it at? Did I lose it? No, 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 man, please. Oh. I, 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 we oh, we can talk about, talk, it, about it, no, talk, we'll, about we'll it. talk about it. No, talk about it. We'll talk about it. This is funny. Like, of course, we're gonna think that. I mean, the Chargers got a more talented roster than us. But if y'all want to talk about Jim Harbaugh, let me tell you guys something. Let me go ahead and break the news to y'all. I'm I'm ready for y'all to understand something when it comes about comes comes to Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh wants full control. I don't but think they, that's. But they hold on real quick. He he did, but he did pick up the phone and call us. I mean, sure, he might have had motivation to come here. But I just remember what happened in San Francisco and how that ended. And it came down to a meddling owner. He did. It came down to a meddling owner. Yep. So, but but I think, and again, I think that I think uh, no matter who the next next coach is, they need to be given you know some 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 leeway to do what they need to do. I don't disagree with you, but we're asking about Jim Harbaugh being the next coach like he's just going to be the next coach and he won't be. No, they 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 just asked us our thoughts about him. No, 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 but I'm I'm just, I'm I'm trying to build my thoughts, bro. And when I say he's not he won't be the next coach, it's not that if we hire him he's not just going to be the next coach, he will also be the GM. He wants full control, just like rule. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. He's gonna want full control. Yeah. So, so the difference is in giving Matt Rule full power versus giving, uh, you know, a Jim Harbaugh full power is we've seen what Jim Harbaugh has done oh, with yeah. full power. He can there's get to the Super Bowl. There's a difference between giving Matt Rule a guy who's never coached a, a, or led a team a day in his life full power and carte blanche to do whatever he wants, uh, than you know, than giving it to Jim Harbaugh who has built the Super Bowl team. He knows what he's doing. So I wouldn't. I wouldn't be. To, I'm gonna be honest with you. I wouldn't be mad at having Jim Harbaugh here. Uh, and I and I agree with Dave. If he comes here, he's gonna want. He's gonna want full control and is and temper. I, and, and, I, and just just going back, just going back. And I always draw the parallels, bro. Jed York, 49ers, and what they did with Shanahan and John Lynch, bro. My man gave them six year deals. Gave them patience. And gave them carte blanche to do whatever they want, and you see what the result is. They, if the next the next guy that comes in here, Dave Tepper has to fall back. And, and again, the biggest decision has already been made, right? The quarterback. That decision has been made, right? That's that's done. That's a done deal. So now that that's done, you got to find a guy that's willing to work with Bryce, and you got to let them cook, let them do whatever they want to, and we don't want to see. Or hear from David Tepper until we holding up the, the daggone uh, Lombardi. Then you can victory lap and say, hey, I told you, fans, I told y'all doing all that complaining the first six, seven years, eight years. But we eventually got here. We don't want to hear from you. We don't want to hear your name being mentioned in anything. Or Dave Tepper meddled here or Dave Tepper made this decision. We don't want we don't want to hear even a rumor about it. We just want you. To let them and let it like it's it's so easy and I get it, bro. And I talked they talked about this on the, on the Steve Smith on a cut to it. And he but fan paid two point two billion for the for the team. Of course he's gonna be he's gonna want to be in on everything. And what there's a lot of owners that would feel the same way. But I can guarantee you that Walmart CEO is not going to be going to pro days. 
Walmart CEO is not going to the, 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 the Broncos new owner is not going to be where Dave Tepper has been. I can guarantee that, bro. So not every owner is built the same way, bro. And we can't just lump all these dudes and, and, and pretend like every owner does the same thing because they don't. Every owner doesn't. Every owner is not making final decision. I, that They made that statement. They were making that statement when at the live press uh, when I was reacting live. They were saying, oh, well, all owners have final say. Yeah, but they don't use it. They don't use it, bro. The Roonies? Nah, we don't even know. Bro, bro we, only, we only know them because of Rooney rule. We don't even hear this, but we only hear from them dudes. Mike, it's funny. Mike Tomlin told a story about when he wanted to hire Flores on his coaching staff. He said, they asked him, it was like, how did you guys, how what how did you guys um decide to go get Flores, right? And Tomlin basically was like, well, considering what everything was going on with Flores at the time, I, I knew I had to go talk to the owner about this one. So he literally went up to the owner and said, I would like, I would like Brian Flores is interested. I would like to hire him. And the owner was like, what you waiting for? Go. And that was it. He walked out, the deal, and it was done. You know, like you, you, you trust the people you bring into the organization exactly. to make the right decisions. Yeah, that's that that's what that's how the 49ers turned the corner. Yep. Is that Jed York eventually said, you know what? I'm gonna trust the guys I hire, I'm gonna let them cook. And again, I, I I have no problem with Dave Tepper firing Frank Wright when he did. No problem with that. I have no problem with him firing uh, Matt Rule because they no the problem isn't firing the guys. That's not the problem. The problem is the hiring of the guys and the process the process that's being made, the thought process and what goes into that. Right? We don't know. We we only can speculate. But what is what is that the, the determining factor who is making that decision who is sitting beside you how are you getting hoodwinked and and, and how are you getting the wool pulled over your eyes uh when a with a guy that 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 doesn't run any rpos but you draft a guy that runs rpos and they can't get seem to get it right how does that happen so once once you hire these guys back off bro back off like bro like Trust the people that you hire. Let them cook. Let the football pe- people make the football decisions. That that whole veto thing that he said earlier today, bro, that did not need to be said, bro. But we knew about the that, veto that, thing. We know, but but you you don't have to, bro. You don't have to remind us. You don't gotta say that, bro. That's that's just not to me. That's just that that's just crazy to me, bro. That's just throwing your weight around. Like we don't, bro. We don't need to know that, man. We don't need to know that. But do do I think it's I'm starting to think it won't like the way he's handling it. I'm starting to think that it may not hinder us from getting the guy we want. The only problem is, is that if there are better situations to open up, the guys are going to choose the other roles that come to the Panthers. Right. That's the thing. That's the thing that the whole charter situation, you know, if if the Buffalo job opens up, there's going to be other the, the Raiders job going out to Vegas. Like there's a lot of different. Things if they don't decide to keep Pierce, there's a lot of things that uh, a lot of different do you, teams. Do you honestly think they're going to keep Pierce? I mean, they if he if he closes strong like he been, I don't see why not. The, is it not the same situation as Wilkes? Everybody wanted to keep Wilkes, right? Well, Mark Davis is a different owner. It's his um yeah, but I mean the situation it, is the same. I mean, it ain't about the same situation. It's about the owner. 
It's going to be the final call. It's he that he the owner is supposed to be going to make the the, the final decision. Um, and Mark Davis is a different owner. His dad Al was very very um radical is the best way to say it. So he might he might he might it depends. Raiders got a different type of history, so he might he might. I just the 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 stats says different, but it is the Raiders. So he might if. Pierce keeps doing what he's doing because he's got them boys playing, man. I will say that. But we know for a fact that, you know, the last guy that, that was the interim coach took him to the playoffs too and he didn't hire him. Brought Josh McDaniels in instead. You saw how that worked out. That's a good point. <laughs> like, like, <we're laughs> but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. All right, I Dave, back, back, back to back, the folks. Back to you. Back to you. What 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 uh what other takeaways did you have uh from the press conference? I keep stealing your show. My bad. No, you good. It ain't just your show. It ain't my show, man. It's our show. No, I mean, because I already reacted to it. I keep interjecting. My fault. No, you good. Um, I mean, for me, I loved how he controlled it. I loved where I love how it was controlled. I love how he was controlling mm-hmm. the narrative too, and not letting folks ask questions. I, I think that 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 said a lot to me. That probably was the more striking thing for me than anything else. Because you would have thought he would he would have given folks more than 13 minutes to do what he needed to do. Um, you know, you made this decision. Um, and, and it's obvious the fan base was not against the decision, but I think I think accountability is a challenge. But I but that's an expected challenge. Because when you make when you're worth that much money, you really ain't gotta be accountable for most people. So just thought that was fascinating. Just what did what, what did you think about him talking about the stuff outside of football and him talking about the oh man but that stuff. look man oh yeah yeah let's have a discussion about that because I think personally I think he's building his case to get you guys that that live in the Mecklenburg County and Charlotte area to pay for that next stadium that he wants. That could be true. I like listen, guys. I ain't and, mad at that. And, and, and here's the thing, right? Everybody hates when he talks about the fact he brought Costers back at Bank of America Stadium. Everybody hates the fact that he keeps bringing all the economic development stuff up. But if he wants the city to pay for the stadium, those are the type of things he needs to do. And guess what? People are going to these events. They're going to see Beyonce. They're going to see whoever shows up in that stadium to perform for you guys, to perform. They're going to the all the different type of events that are happening in that stadium outside of football and Charlotte FC. Folks are going to it. That's the data that he has to have for the argument to get the taxpayers to pay for the stadium. He's He's got plans to... to, to he, he believes he's already improved the economic development within the city of Charlotte. These are the things that you need to do that. He's building this case. And I know I know football exclusive folks don't want to hear about all the economic development that he's doing for the city. But from the standpoint of getting a new stadium, from the standpoint of of like doing the whole thing to make it similar to what Patriot Place is in, in, in Foxborough for the Patriots, these are the things that he's going to do to try to, to get the taxpayers to help pay for this stadium. 
to get the city yeah, to help pay for I just I just I just think it was inappropriate in this in this particular press conference uh to to talk about that man i think again you spent a good portion of the press conference it was only it was short uh but you spent a lot of time talking about you know messi and, and soccer mls like that's cool i the, all that stuff is great fantastic this is the first going to that going to the beyonce concert was the first time my wife had been to the stadium in forever so i mean yeah you're getting people in the stadium that ain't that's not but the reason why you are you even exist here as an owner is because of the Carolina Panthers. And if you if you rank everything that you talked about, it seems like your the from the from a an a layman's perspective, it seems like your priority and your focus is higher there than it is than the Panthers. There's not, a, there's not a shot, there's not a question. I know, but that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. When he it, it just shows lack of awareness, like situational awareness. Like your your focus is MLS soccer team, uh, Duke's you know, Mayo Classic, uh, the Mayo yeah the the, the Duke's Bowl. Mayo Classic the 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 concerts and all this other stuff, and meanwhile the reason why you even exist as an owner is the Carolina Panthers is literally the worst thing that you've touched. So then I ask you the question, young sir. I ain't young. If you want to be old, so be it. If that's how if that's how you feel about the situation. You want to be? I'm young. I don't look, look, bro. You can be old by yourself, but to ask you, young, to ask you, sir, with him being very focused on other things outside of the Panthers, would that be a bad thing? Wouldn't that be a good thing? Because then you ain't got to worry about him meddling. He's too busy doing everything else. He's still, he's still meddling. But that's the point, right? I would, I think I'll take my chances on him primarily focusing on this versus not. Because maybe at some point he will actually not talk about yeah. all the other stuff. Listen, I mean, no, the nobody touch the other the, the nobody related stuff. Nobody can argue the the other stuff that he's like. Everything he said is facts. Like the soccer team, nobody's going to argue against that. And I, we've given him props for that. But I think it's completely inappropriate when the state of the Panthers is, is so bad that you bring this up to kind of boost yourself. Like that's not. What Panthers fans, that's not why any Panther fan tuned in to hear about your successes. When you're, this has been one of the worst situations. And I, shout out to uh, who was it that that said, hey, uh, one of the worst teams to be a fan of in the league was the Carolina Panthers. I retweeted it and I don't remember where it, I forgot where it came from. Uh, let me see. Yeah, I can't find it. Um, I think it was Mike Golick in them. Uh, but yeah, th- yeah, saying that the Panthers would one of the it are the worst team to cheer for in the NFL. Like that's not giving that's not giving us any bode of confidence about how this thing is going to get fixed. No, I'm right? with you. No, it just wasn't I, wasn't. I, I I get it, but like I wasn't stunned because of, of what we know that he wants to do. Um, you know, when you think about what he was trying to do in Rock Hill and things of that sort, like. You know, you know what he was, what what his goals are, and the Panthers are part of that, but it's one piece of the big puzzle that he has. Mike Greenberg, my bad. It was Mike Greenberg, yeah. And that's the thing, right? So, so you know, when you start taking those things into consideration, I it I look, he ain't pushing. He ain't. It's all about what you want to push when you're up on that podium. And he wanted to make folks, he wanted to make sure folks understood that 
going from 10 to 40, 40 events in a year is something that helps the economy of the city. So when he comes and talks about how we're going to pay for this stadium, that's the type of data, that's the type of data that he's going to push out there to let folks know why it's important to, to, to fund the stadium versus renovating the one you got. So I, I, I understand why Tep did what he did. I know the fan base just don't, isn't going to necessarily be for it because they don't want to hear that right now when you got one of the worst records as a franchise, as a, as a team, since you took it over. But so what? So speaking of speaking of that, what what were your thoughts on his direct comments about uh, to the fans? Like shout out to Mike K. I believe he's the one to answer the uh, ask the question. Um, and you know what? What should it? You know how? How? What about the fans? And what do you think about their frustration? Like what? Yeah, what do you man, think about he, his response to that? Well, we know he's frustrated. He's, he's fired every single coach he's had before the season ended. So we understand his frustration. Um, but. I think it's hard for the normal Joe to under to to hear a billionaire talk about we feel you. And then also <laughs> yeah. To, yeah, like it's it's very like that's a very hard thing to do. Um I understand you're frustrated. I mean, I don't think you would have fired your coach in the middle of the season two years in a row if you weren't. And you fired every coach, every head coach during the season if you weren't. He's done this with every coach, bro. This every is coach. wild. This yeah. is wild. So I get you're frustrated. We are too. And 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 you know, and we're and and we're used to making the playoffs at least once at this point, and we haven't since you've been here. So we understand nobody understands the frustration more than us. But yeah, that that Mike K put him in a rough spot because <laughs> you know that's a that's a rough spot because it wouldn't have matter what he answered it wasn't gonna be good enough there it just wasn't but yeah I'm looking at these comments over here yeah uh, yeah just just disappointed man like just disappointed overall we didn't get any. I think the biggest disappointment that I got from from the press conference is the fact that we didn't get any way forward, right? We don't know. There's still so much unknown about the Carolina Panthers and what we're going to do moving forward. Um, you know, we heard Chris Tabor's press conference. Did a fantastic job. Shout out to Chris Tabor. Uh, I think he handled it like a pro, uh, and I think he answered every question uh, to the best of his ability and in an appropriate fashion. He didn't throw anybody under the bus. Uh, didn't he, he just did it the right way? So shout out to Chris Tabor. But after this season, you know what happens with the Carolina Panthers? Like uh, obviously we're gonna go out there and look for another coach. But uh, you know there's so many we don't know about the GM. We don't. There's so many unanswered questions uh, that you know. And I had a list of them. I had a list of of questions. Uh, you know that I would like to have gotten answered. Um, you know, going into it, and I just none of them were answered. The only thing I do like, uh, I do. There's a couple things that I do like. I, again, I like giving props instead of just tearing people down. But one thing I do like from David Tepper is he did give the confidence, confidence in Bryce. Yes, uh, that's important. That is very important, and I, 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 I like that he did that, and I too am still confident in Bryce. Um, I do 
like the fact that he took ownership. And let me be careful because somebody somebody did correct me in the in the, in the uh, comments about ownership versus accountability, right? And it, it was a great comment, by the way. Oh yeah, uh, it was a great comment. And he, he took ownership. Took, he took ownership of the issues and said, "Hey, it's it's on me. Um, I will take ownership." Accountability? Not really. Not so much accountability. It was like, 50, but he did 50. take. He did take ownership of it, and so that I do taking, uh, appreciate as well. Taking ownership is the first step to being accountable, right? Yeah, yeah, agreed. Yeah, you know, like I mean, I mean, he, you know, he. I've never been a billionaire, so I can only imagine, um, being accountable for things when you've been so successful. And then you're in the spot where you're not as successful as what you have been in your other vendors, in your other ventures, excuse me. So, you know, I will I'll commend him for saying that the buck stops with him. Because there's some folks who won't even do that. Yeah, that's true. There, I mean, like, I'm gonna keep it a buck with y'all. Like, there's there look, there's folks that don't that aren't billionaires that won't do that. So, you know. Um, and yes, I did absolutely was very happy that he that he made sure to let folks know that Bryce is his guy. Um because you know another thing he did not have to do. Contrary yeah. to what people think. <laughs> and, and yeah. Yeah. And I, I listen, um and just in regards to what because I think it's important. Like what and I want you to answer this too. What would I have liked to have heard from Dave Tepper? That's a, that's a good that's a because what did we exactly expect to hear from him that would have made us feel better? So I'm let me let me go first. Let me go first, and then I'll then I'll let you follow up. Go for it. So for me, for me, I would have liked to to, to hear him say, you know what, I messed up. You know, I've I've hired made some bad hires the past two rounds, and you know I need to I need to he did and he did say I need to self evaluate. But here are the steps that I'm going to take moving forward. I'm going to reevaluate my involvement in X, Y, Z. I'm going to allow. I'm going to make some hires that you know that will uh, kind of. I'm not going to say relieve me of my decision making duties, but help me make better decisions. Right. That's what I have like. I would like to have heard from David Tepper, because it, it, we really. I would like to hear more about. Scott Fitterer's role, what he's going to do with him, um, and at least him saying, "Hey, we're going to wait to the end of the season, and we'll 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 see what happens then." I would like to at least heard that. I mean, obviously, I think that's the case now because he didn't say anything, but I would like to for him to just say it so that we can, like, we as a fan base know where we're going. Right now, I don't think anybody in the fan base has any idea what we're doing moving forward, other than Bryce being a quarterback. That's it. That's all we. That's all we really know. I think knowing that Bryce is going to continue to be the quarterback is big, though, because that sets the bar about what the expectation is for the next coach and whoever that next coach is going to be, that this is going to be your guy. Um, Because you like, we always have those discussions. A lot of times when you first get it, when you get a new head coach, they want to bring in their guy. So it's going to be clear who the guy is going to be. Because he's 100% with Bryce, we know that Bryce is going to be here. It ain't going to be a situation where we're going to be out here trying to look for the next quarterback, which is um, – that is a good sign from that aspect. 
from that perspective. Now, if you ask me what I would have wanted to see out of the press conference, the first thing I would want to see, I wanted to see everybody to get a question off. That's the first thing. Yeah, true. Good like that, that. I mean, I, I'm going to keep it a buck with y'all, man. Like when you make, like when you, when you announce that you're going to have a press conference, you get all those people in that room. There might be some people in there you're not a fan of. You might be some people in there about, oh, what? what I got to, re- I can't even read it. Hold on. What does it say? Dave Lyon. <laughs> Trust me, dog. If I was a billionaire, let me promise you guys something. If I was a billionaire, he would I would not be Randy. doing this show. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it a bug with you. Or if I was gonna do this show, my studio would be immaculate. You hear me? Immaculate. All the stuff behind here, I would have somebody else put that up. It wouldn't have been me. Appreciate the super chat, A Cash. Another one. Did he sidestep the consulting firm comment when looking for a head coach? Oh, well, he said he was gonna. He said he, he was said gonna. He said he was still possessed. Yeah, but he did. Yeah. He didn't directly answer. I'm gonna have a a, a consulting firm come in here and uh, help me with the head coach hire. He did not. No, he did not. He definitely sidestepped it. Shout out to Joe Person who asked, asked that question. He definitely sidestepped it. Yeah, but the first, like, I back to what I was about, about what you asked. The first thing I would do is let everybody ask a question. The second thing I would have done is be clear about the general manager situation. Now, granted, you know you're not going to get like a, oh, we're considering options at the end of the year type of answer, right? But at least you mention it. You you at least because I think that him refusing to ask, answer the question kind of answered the question. You know what I'm saying? In, in what way? What 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 do you think was the answer to the question? Oh, he's no oh, fitter's out of here at the end of the year, yo. I don't I don't think that at all, bro. Really? I don't, I don't think that yeah, I don't think that at all. I don't think I do do I think he could get fired at the end of the year? Yes. But I don't think that's what that meant, him not answering the question. I think I mean I the think, fact all right, so here's my thing, right? Some people believe that no news is good news. There's also some people that believe that when you don't answer a question or you get or you do the traditional, oh, I have a a vote of confidence or I, you know, or you circle around it. I mean, it's, it's a telltale sign, bro. Like right, he could have. So let, let, let me ask y'all this. I, I got a question. Let me ask y'all this. Right. Because I see I see a lot of people, you know, uh, Scott Fitter's taking a lot of heat, not and rightfully so. But I got a question. If, if we all we all talk about Steve Wilkes and what he did with the with the offense, right? And how he was able to successfully turn a team from basically trash to solid, you know, in the in the games that he had. How is it now with that with the, most of the same guys, right? How is it now that it's a per- it's more of a personnel issue than a coaching issue? Does that make sense? Because we we all we all tout y'all all touted Wilkes and what he was able to work with, and personnel didn't seem to be much of of an issue. I mean, obviously quarterback was a problem, right? We now we did we had we had Sam Donald. Mm-hmm. But we he we, had him we, winning. We now we we now had Bre- the, exactly that's what I'm saying. He had Sam Donald winning. 
So why is it now personnel is all of a sudden the problem and it's not the coach? I think it bought all right. I'm gonna try to tackle this and let me be clear. I wouldn't be mad if Federal gets another opportunity another year. Um, but I just, you know, I I tend to have a habit of noticing like I'm an optics guy. You guys know I'm an optics guy. And the optics matter. Um, and, you know, uh, not answering the question about the GM, when you could have easily just said, yo, he's my guy. I, he has my full support. He could have easily kind of deaded some of that stuff, but he chose not to. That's that's a, that's an optics thing. But with regards to what you just asked, um, I've always been a believer of the coach GM paradigm. I believe that the GM gets the guy, the GM gets the guys based on what the coach requests. Like if the coach says, I need some big guys because this is what I want to try to run, the GM goes out and get the guys. Coaches don't necessarily need to be like involved on like, I definitely need, I need Darrell Revis. That's examples. I need um, Josh Allen. No, no. You say, these are the type of guys I need. And then the GM's job is to bring those guys, those type of guys into the shop. And then the coach's job is to coach them up to the scheme that he wants to do so you can execute. Um. And I think that the fact that when you take that into account, you can question that that match was not happening with Federer and and the coach, right? At least not at least not with with right. But you know, I don't know, bro. I'm, I'm just I'm just asking. I, 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 we, I, I we, just it's we, it, like we we be talking out two sides of our mouth sometimes. It's like I get look, bro, and Jared is right. Jared is absolutely right. 22 draft picks, zero pro bowlers, all pro. But but again, you Matt Rule and Frank Wright were your head coaches who both end up get fired. That's all he's had to work with, right? Well, Rule might have so, an all pro soon. Rule could have a pro bowler soon. I could tell you that. Who you talking about? Derek Brown. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, like we, sure. yeah, like we, you know, you want to talk about somebody that should be there. It's him. It's him. True. That's and, that's his, and that was the first pick rule ever did. And that was before Fitterer, though. Right? That was before Fitterer. So we can't even count that for him. So never mind. Yeah. That, that. <laughs> if, we want, if we wanted to, we got to get at the yeah, rule. Yeah, that was a hurt. Yeah. That was hurting rule. Yeah. So. I'm just I'm just asking the question. I'm just, Again, you're not. I agree. Like, Miles Sanders, cool that some of the. Some of the free agent pickups this year, underwhelming. But I, I think the reason why Scott is still here, and I think somebody said in the chat, is because I think he's, you know, I think Tepper wants to see what another coach can do with the same players. It's the same thing we, we saw with Steve Wilkes, right? Can he get, like, is it really personnel or was we, are these guys just being used incorrectly? Yeah. Right. And I and I think that again, and I'm with y'all. I, I agree with y'all. I'm just, I just asked the question, but I'm I'm thinking I'm with y'all. If we bring in a new coach, I think the new GM needs to be brought in at the same time, and they need to they need to work together and start from the top so together at do, the same time. So do you do you? All right. So now I'm asking the next question. Now, you know I'm. And by the way, guys, Rashad doesn't know this, but I'm gonna try to do the phone lines tonight. Okay, bet that's dope. It might not work. Cause I did not get but a chance might. to test it. 
it might not work, but it but it it, it could work. Give me one second to get the number that up. It would be dope if it does. Yeah, it will. I and I gotta that. set something with my with my with my um board. So give me a second. But the grandizer, we can actually we can actually open up the phone lines for real. In a this might this might not work, so don't don't cuss me out if it doesn't, okay? Because I haven't tried this yet, and this could be a disaster. Um, so if it works, cool. If it doesn't, sorry. But before I put that number up, with regard, remind me what I was supposed to be answering, man. I forgot that quick. I'm so terrible. Um. I forgot what I was going to say. I forgot what I was supposed to be answering. I forgot. Okay, if you can remind me, please do. No, but... my memory is terrible, bro. I forgot what I was going to say. Maybe somebody, <laughs> maybe somebody in the chat can remind us because I forgot. Because I definitely forgot. But I, Yeah, but I agree with y'all, bro. I, I, I think there's a combination of things. Um, and uh, I think that when you bring in a new coach, I definitely think that coach should be given a, a oh, new G. Oh, now I remember. I remember. I remember. So with regard, I was going to ask you a question with regards to the GM and the coach situation. Do you want to be like Detroit? Because for a reminder, when Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell were hired, they were both hired by the owner. Brad Holmes did not get to select Dan Campbell. They came in together as a unit. Okay. Yeah. Are you fine with that? Or do you want to wait if they make the decision to move on from, from Fitterer? Do you want to wait till they bring in a new GM before we hire a new head coach? You know what? I think I, I think there's there's multiple ways to skin a cat, right? I, if you look at what Kyle Shanahan, Jed York, and those guys did, he hired Shanahan first, and then they brought in Lynch, right? And I don't know who the, I don't know how the selection process worked as far as picking the GM, but Shanahan was selected first, and then they hired the, the uh, then they hired John Lynch. So I don't I don't really care. I just need them to come in at the same time. Pause. It's major pause. I just need them to be announced together at the same time. Yeah. Right? I don't care how it happens, whether GM, head coach, head coach, or GM, they need to be on the same page and announce together. Yeah. I don't care how it works between it. I'm with you. Do you hear an echo again? I don't. Okay, that's a good sign. Uh, again, it goes it goes back to the, the 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 food, the food and going to the restaurant. I don't care how it gets there as long as the food is good, bro. And I again, I've been served some bad food. When you fire the GM and then hire the coach and allow the old GM to say the, the cycle we've been going on, it doesn't work. We've seen that. That food's bad. Let's let's start from scratch with a new with with a new recipe. Uh-oh, look at that. Let's give this a go, ladies. I need now y'all, y'all about to be the guinea pigs of this thing. If this works, great. If it doesn't, I'm sorry. These are the breaks. Fire. Live, pal. So let's see if this works. So Fire. I just want somebody to try it out, see if it works, see if I can get any calls. Give me comments. Let me know if it's busted. And if it's busted, I'll do some more testing next time and try to get this thing going. I've been experimenting, trying some things, but I didn't have a chance to test it out. <laughs> so call lines are open. Players boss said uh pull up. Uh, pull the e break on that thing. He said, "I'm wilding." Yeah, I said, "Pause, man." Yo, I, I be I pause. Said I said it. They said they hear echo. I don't hear it, but they said they hear it. Oh, they hear an echo. I don't hear echo, bro. And I got on beats. Now, well, I what I did might cause it, but I don't know if it's gonna work. But I'm waiting for somebody to call. So. Let me get know them somebody... lines. if you want to give if you want to give your opinion on Dave Tepper and your thoughts on the uh on the 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 David Tepper press conference, man. Give us a call. 
and uh, we'll get it cracking. You know what? Somebody did call, but we're going to try this again. Oh, folks are calling in, but why isn't this working? Oh, number not working, they said, Dave. Oh, the number's not working? Hold on one second. Let me see something. Let me see. Folks are calling in, though. I got numbers. You know what? It's going, it's going straight to uh, VM. It's going straight to voicemail? All right. I don't know. I'm, I'm asking. I don't know. I, I didn't call. Well, I'm trying to call back and it's not letting me. Call fail. Please Dave, check go ahead and put your, put your personal number up there. Absolutely not. <laughs> then everybody be calling me. But I will do this. Uh, man, go ahead, Dave. Put your personal number up there, bro. I'm not doing that. But what I will do, I will call, I will call them. I'll call them back. Because I at least got an order who called. From your personal number. From my personal number. If you're a patron. I should block it. What's it? What's the how do how do you block number star six seven? Like, oh, that will work. There we go. We got one. I got one. Uh oh. What's going on? This is we're live, P- pal. We're live, pal. It's Dave from P and P. Noli, what's up, man? Hello. Yeah, what's going on? You're live. Yes. Um, my name's Mike. I was calling in. Glad to see you doing this. Yep. Um, I was a big Wilkes supporter, but you do have to remember that Wilkes had DJ and Dante Foreman. Mm-hmm. That's fair. And they're not there. Now that's fair. Um, Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Uh, I would also like. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, you're good. I just want to make sure you can hear me. We were just trying to see if you can hear both of us. That's a good sign. That means this is this works. I can't hear both of you. All right. I'm calling from North Carolina. You got anything else for us? Go for it. Continue your thoughts. Yes, I would. Um, As far as firing Rack, I liked him, but I think somebody had to go because our offense was so vanilla. I can see it from my house while blind. I'm not blind. (laughs) Anyway. You got to let Bryce run, or no one's going to look for it. That last game, only two passes to Steven. All you have to do is put Steven in the spot and run him back behind the quarterback. Two people can't guard him behind the line. Yeah, now I'm with you there, man. Like we, the bright yo, the the bottom line is, man, we we got to fix the trenches. But now we're going to find out if if the scheme was the reason. Because now Thomas Brown's going to get the opportunity to cook, and now he's going to have um, Jim Caldwell backing it up. So we'll see. Nola, I'm going to get you next, buddy. Stand by. Okay. Thanks, man. Bye. Have a good one, sir. All right. So that one worked. And Noli tried to call again. So let me see if I can call Noli back. God dang it. All right. So why did that one work and the other one didn't? That was weird. That was weird how that went, right? Because he got through because he kept calling, and I appreciate his. Uh, it's, it probably didn't work because too many people tried calling. That's, that's possible why they too. All started going to voicemail. That's possible too. To to block that numbers, star six seven, right? If I remember correctly. Why are you blocking numbers? You want me to give him yours? 
Nah, you 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 actually caught from your personal. I was no, joking. that one came that one came through. That one, that first one. Oh, oh, I know how to do it now. That's weird. Joey, please turn your volume down so I don't hear myself. But what's going on, sir? Huh? You're you're live, pal. Oh, what's up? Please lower your volume on the show. Hey, yeah, lower your volume on the TV or whatever. My bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. What's up? I didn't realize there was such a big delay. It's gonna be. Yes, it's, it's gonna that's be. That's how the internet works, man. Everything's delayed. You true. So what's what? What you so, got for us? Um. So in my opinion, you know, I got a ton of friends. You know, one of my friends like the Bucks. One of my friends like the Cowboys. It's pretty embarrassing, you know, watching their franchises. Even though the Bucks aren't good, they're in every game. You know what I mean? So it's sad watching them make fun of you know Bryce Young for even though it's not his fault for how bad the O-line is, how bad our skill positions are, it sucks watching it. And David Temper, he's not taking he, – he should give up control to our newer GM because, you know, Fitter is trash. He hasn't been able to build a good team, and he's made not the best decisions with, you know, coaching Frank Reich, in my opinion anyway. So what do you guys think? I think the first step is whether they make the decision to, to, to keep Fitterer for another year or not. I completely agree with you with regards to letting Tepper cook, letting Tepper step away, not cook. Last thing I need him to do is be cooking at this point. I just want he's him already to step been away. Cooking. Yeah. He's been cooking. He's, he's cooked enough. Already. Yeah, we tasted it. I ain't going to say he like burnt it. it yet, but it's, it's on the cusp. Because, you know, I ain't going to judge somebody's cooking. That's not my lane. But <laughs> All right. Anything else, sir? Uh, not much. But yeah, did, I'm from New Jersey, answer, which is kind of crazy. I'm not even did, from Carolina. Did like we answer answers, your question? Though. Did we answer your question? I feel like we we answered. Yeah, your question. yeah, yeah. So what you trying to say? Trying to, trying no, to say I, just, I don't. I don't know, man. I just making sure we answer my man's question. Oh, we absolutely. Question. We <laughs> we we got another call coming in, so I'm gonna try to take this one. You have a good one, boss. Hi. Right. You too. Yep. All right, we got last four digits, 7072. What can I do for you, sir or ma'am? Hello? Nothing. Not a thing, huh? All right, I'm going to let you go then. I think I figured out the sauce to make this work. I think I have to exit and then let let the answer happen. What's going on, sir? You're live. Hello. What's up, man? David Rashad, you can hear me? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Gotcha. Rashad is mad. We got the Jamie Robinson uh, signature. Shout out to yeah. What's um, up, man? How's I, it going? I I got a question. If we were going to move on from Fitter, do you think we would keep an in-house GM like Dan Morgan or Adrian Wilson, or do you think we would go out and hire somebody outside of? Man, that is such a tough. I think that's the conundrum we're gonna find ourselves. Because I think Adrian Wilson would do an amazing job. job. I think I think they uh, Dan Morgan would do an amazing. job. I think both of those guys are capable. The ex players, usually the ex players, do pretty. I always go back to John Lynch. Right, we gotta find our John Lynch, who was an ex player. He's done an amazing job with the Forty Nineers. He's done a great job. 
So I think both of those guys are excellent candidates, but I also think they've been tarnished. They've been they've been working in this Tepper realm umbrella, and I just think an outside, um, I think an outside perspective is what we need. So I think those I would I would let me let me just say this I would not be mad at either either of those two gentlemen being named the GM, but I think what's best for the Panthers is getting somebody that has nothing to do and has never worked with Tepper in the past, just cleaning the slate so we can get some brand new eyes in here. That's just my opinion. I agree. I like that because it gives perspective for Tepper. And then Dave, I got to see an honest reaction to the Greg Olson possibility of returning and how big of a joke that would be. <sighs> Look. I think Greg Ellis is the greatest tight end we ever had. One of. I, you don't think he's the greatest? I think he is. You said one of. No, no. I thought he said. I thought I said the greatest. I'm sorry about that. If I said one you of. You said no, one no. of. Oh no! I think he's the greatest tight end we've ever had. I don't want him coaching this team though. He got enough coaching. I agree. Experience. When I saw that report, you know how scared I was. And yeah, the reason, it was comical. No, the reason why I was scared is because the owner hasn't shown me that he wouldn't legitimately do this. Um, and that was my fear, right? Um, so I was very concerned when I saw that if they reach out to him, he would love to take the job. I was very fearful of that. And I think Greg Oles is a great guy. I think he knows his X's and O's. I know for a fact that he knows his X's and O's, but I, I think that's different than being a head coach of the team. There's more to it than that. Um, so that's and no, I don't think Greg Olson was trolling at all. I think I think he's serious. I think if they call him up, he'll probably be interested. I wouldn't have an issue with him being on the staff. Hey man, who wouldn't be willing to take a bag if they know gonna get fired in 10 games and walk away with 30 million? I wouldn't be mad at that. Yeah. I'd be I'd be calling I'd be calling <laughs> Temper two saying I'm interested. Hell, I'm interested in coaching the Panthers. Look, man, I'm trying to figure out how to get a head coaching job with the Panthers at this rate. I'm keeping the buck with y'all. Because it's obvious that I've been, I've been, I've been thinking about this career thing the wrong way, the wrong way. I'm even starting to look at how how these college coaches be getting paid and getting all these money from these boosters. Like I am, I am, I, I picked the wrong occupation. I need to be a head coach. I gotta figure. I gotta find somebody to convince. I gotta convince somebody I can be a head coach. But appreciate the call, boss. You have a good one. Yeah, man. Keep it. Appreciate y'all putting in the work, even though we're down bad. It's good for the fan down base, bad, and man. keep it up, y'all. Down, yeah, down bad. <laughs> Have a good one. All right, thank you. Yep. All right. Oh, look who's here. Marcus, what's up, bro? Hey, how's it going? Doing all man, right. We ain't heard from Marcus in a minute, man. What's good? I think somebody blocked him on. I think somebody blocked him. We gotta investigate this. I think somebody. I think either 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 one of our bots or one of the mods blocked Marcus. Man, that's my theory. But I I gotta I gotta prove the theory. Yeah, I haven't been, I haven't been able. I watched the show. I still haven't been able to get in the Google chat for whatever reason. Yeah, I think that means somebody blocked you. It might have been the algorithms. We gotta figure right, that out. I just had. Uh, an opinion and a question. Go for it. Um, the opinion is uh, just was just kind of very skeptical on regards to the coaching because uh, uh, 
I think that it's kind of a, a sad conundrum in that either we're going to get somebody who didn't have any other options and that question their competence, or we're going to get somebody who uh, we have to overpay. And then it's just kind of like, how hungry are they? So it's kind of, I don't know, it's just cylindrical poverty back to that again. Um, but the question I had was, I guess with, I always compare Tepper to Richardson, at least early Richardson. And the thing with early Richardson, you would never hear him speak. And that was kind of the constant complaint. And then why Tepper was a bit of a fresh air, uh, so to speak. I'm just wondering, given the disaster that this press conference was, um, which one is better, never hearing from them or this? One of the owners had us in the playoffs in the second year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think we took kind of Richardson for, for granted, bro. I think a lot of – there's a, I was listening to Spaces earlier today, and uh, they were talking about, you know, there was a lot of complaints about the lack of aggression aggression behind uh herney and the the richardson, the richardson um ownership like we would we would be you know right there in the in the thick we make the playoffs but then we will always ask you know, why aren't we going after certain people and why aren't we and that's it's, it was a valid point uh but now we've got this super aggressive owner we're in on every deal and it's not working out like we've seen both sides of it and like we we've seen literally both extremes and so at this point, man, I don't want I don't want to hear much from Tepper, bro. And I don't the, we've heard from him enough and we've seen the results. So for me, give me the alternative. Maybe we took Richardson for granted and his his, his ownership style. Uh I, I don't know. I never um, was mad at Richardson. <laughs> I never was mad at, at hands off Richardson. And and part of it is because he knew, but you're talking about a guy that was a former player, too, right? I mean, he's the first NFL owner to be a that played in the league. So, I mean, I think there's a perspective that he had that Tepper just does not. And I remember the well, complaints. Well, keep in mind. I remember the complaints. Go well, ahead. keep in mind also is that um, Richardson did a lot of the same things and that it took Seifert ultimately step, stepping up to uh, Richardson in order to say, hey, stop throwing all your money behind bad free agents. We have to build through the draft. We have to change our mindset. And I think that the same thing is going to have to happen to Tepper. So let's have a discussion about that because, and well, this is a great opportunity to give a quick history lesson. So if folks recall, for those who were around, the Panthers and the Jacksonville Jaguars came into the NFL at the same time, same season, 1995, right? The Jacksonville Jaguars built through the draft. The Panthers did not. They built by taking, getting free agents, but they ended up in the same place the second year, and that was in their prospective championship games. We legitimately almost had a Jags-Panthers Super Bowl. We had an opportunity to get that within the second year of their existence, which is kind of wild when you sit down to think about it. But the difference was, was that when Jacksonville lost that AFC Championship game and when the Panthers lost the, the NFC Championship game, Jacksonville kept rolling. They've already had consecutive winning seasons. They've already done it. We have not. But at the beginning of the franchise, the respective franchises, the Panthers built through free agency by getting a lot of guys that some of them were already past their time. Reggie White played here. 
um, you know, and among others. So when you put that in perspective, it 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 becomes very intriguing to watch the difference. And I agree, and and I agree with Seifer's philosophy at the time about it. He got the raw deal because when you go one and fifteen, it's hard to keep your job. And at that point, you already been there three years. You ain't made the playoffs any, even though he came real close in nineteen ninety nine. So, and that was the and, and during the Richardson era, that was the worst that we had. The worst we had was Seifert that almost took us to the playoff one time, and then just. And then the bottom fell out because he had a bunch. He had a young team. Made the decision not to bring back Burline in the 2001 season. So, all right, well, I appreciate it. That was all I really had to say. But I uh, appreciate you guys. Uh, let me call him. Oh, not a question, man. Not a question. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. All right. They say, no, yo, they saying you Scott Fowler and uh, Noli, bro. I'm not Scott Fowler and Noli. I've learned that when you close the app, then that's when the calls come in. Um, and the calls ain't gonna come in when somebody else is on the line. I get the I get the and I try to jump somebody else because I, I see when Noli calls. And I'm gonna Noli, call now. I'm gonna sorry guys, I'm gonna let Noli get in. I mean, he's a he's been a supporter from the gate. Call now, Noli. If anybody else calls, I can know when it's him. If anybody else calls, I'm gonna send y'all out. Y'all going to voicemail. So go ahead and call in, Noli. All right, make this the last call, Dave. Yeah, and that will be the final call. And, go ahead um, and hit this. Go ahead and hit this. I don't really yeah. like that for real. Better ask somebody. Stop playing with me. For real. Yo. Yeah. I'm like that for real. Like that for real. What's up, Noli? Oh, okay. I'm not black. Okay. I didn't I didn't say <laughs> you were. I was trying to look. I told you I was testing uh. things out. It actually worked. <clears throat> you know? Yeah. So I'm happy that it worked. It's not like the old days. Yeah, it's not like the old days where they put you in the, the, in the room. queue and then you know Rashad yeah. would just mute you. So yeah, well, I get it. Yeah, I'm gonna figure. I'm gonna figure out. Well, the thing is, the last time we tried to do the phone lines, I couldn't talk to y'all. So now that I got oh, a yeah, new yeah, right. <laughs> a new piece of the puzzle here, I knew there's a way to do it. I just had to figure out how to do it. And I didn't have a chance to test it. So I'm glad that it worked. I just probably need to find a better application to utilize instead of my phone. This phone is out. Oh, it's all good. No. It's, it's all good. I appreciate the throwback. Uh, I just real quickly, two points. Um, the first is that press conference. That was pretty enraging to listen to uh, the guy. I mean, the caricature of a billionaire just could not um, be uh, show a little bit of humility. Um, I don't know if it was his handlers telling him to say as little as possible, but when he was bringing up I saw a little bit of the reaction shot had um, when he was bringing up all the concerts and economic development. I'm like, yo, we do not care. We just do not care about that. We want a winning product. And it was just, it, it, it was, it was very infuriating because um, it just, it, it doesn't give you any hope that he's going to do the right thing. Um, and so, yeah, I'm hoping we just luck up and he finally learns from his ways. Um, but yeah, that, that, that was very, that was very, very discouraging. And, and it, especially them, you know, doing that to Fowler and everybody, it was just, I don't know. Um, but where I'm at personally, 
I don't know if he'll do it. I know um, Shad brought up the example of Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell coming together. I, I want a GM first, preferably, um, and let that GM pick his coach. Whether that happens, I don't know. Um, but if this trend continues, we have to start asking ourselves, does Tepper even care about football? Because we, we remember that meeting at the owner's meeting when he got the team where he was like, I care about winning, winning, and what do I care, winning? He just kept saying winning. Your temperament today and the way you've been acting, if this continues where you're hiring and firing coaches and you keep bringing up concerts at these pressers, we have to genuinely start asking, does this man want to win? Because this is a low point. Uh, We've never experienced this. So that's pretty much all I have to say. I hope better days are ahead, but... Yeah, I'm still I feel I still feel some type of way about that press conference. Yeah, I, I feel you, bro. Yeah, you saw my frustrations live. Uh yeah. again, I saw some some things I heard cool. Uh and I understand why he wants to say as little as possible. Um, I, I get it, but you know, it it was very frustrating though. All right, Dave, let's get too busy in here. Oh, we're going to. All right, I'm gonna let you go, Noli. Bye. Are you hung up already? All right. Too busy. Call in. Call in. Too busy. She says she want to spill some tea. I need to see this tea. I need I listen to cut. T- I listened to like 65% of too busy. Go ahead and call in. Too busy. And uh, Go ahead and call make in. That, make that happen. She says she want to spill some tea. Let me in now. Let me in now. I'm waiting for the call. I have a phenomenal audience. You know that you guys, you guys listen. It's pretty cool. Come on in. Just give it a call. It should work now. Now, of course, now I want to act a fool. Let me find out. Uh, this is a good question while we wait on that. Uh, call one more time. I saw your number. Call one more time. There it goes. All right. What's going on, ma'am? How you doing this lovely evening? Hey, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Awesome. So what tea do you have for us? <laughs> so I, I I sat here, saw this stuff pop up. So as we all know, David Tepper was like, oh, y'all going to hear stuff and, you know, y'all can speculate, blah, 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 blah. So I'm like, okay, I guess we got to hear it from the streets. So here come the streets talking. <laughs> what the streets talking and about? I'm, I'm starting <laughs> I start listening to this thing and what I hear is some confirmations on what we kind of guessed as a fan base a little bit, which is there was tension consistently growing. Uh, The more the season went on, the more David Tepper started talking to Frank about what was going on. Um, And they kind of got into it a bit with their inside sources and people who they were talking to. It was a less Smith, Smitty and the other two that were on there, Cam and the other guy. Um, and they were basically saying Frank Wright has the system that he wanted to run. And the more the season went on, the more he doubled down on it. It was Frank's playbook. He was literally telling Thomas 
in some instances not to call certain stuff. Correct. Just because he wanted that. to continuously instill his system, especially as the season went on. Yeah, re- real quick on that. One one thing he did say, uh, Steve sits or they said was that um, there was specific a couple plays where Frank vetoed Thomas Brown. He, like they were not options for him to call. Like that was a part mm-hmm. of some of the frustration. And then there was another instance where Frank wanted um, Bryce to call plays off a wristband, and Bryce does not want to call plays off a wristband. So there was some some contention with that too. There was a lot of stuff said on that call, but continue. My fault. No, yeah, you're right. I was gonna get into that. Just like what I found interesting was the coaching choices with Bryce, particularly, where in some instances there should have been some hard co- coaching done to kind of just be like, "Hey, Bryce, like this isn't gonna work. This is gonna work. Yes, no." We got to go with this, right? But they weren't kind of doing that with him. So that's why you get this contention with calling, how they're calling plays, getting it up to the line, blase, blase, and what's going on with why we kept getting all those delay calls. Um, and like you said, the, the wristband thing versus the, you'll give it to me straight. You know what I mean? So. I'm just sitting here like, yo, so basically what we were thinking was going on is what was going yep. on. Yep. Yeah. And there, these there firings was... are okay. too many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. Everything that we was fearing is being confirmed. The defenses that they're talking to is like, oh, yeah. We knew they were running whatever, mm-hmm. whatever, because they only do this. They only do that. So when we know we switch and make them look like something, we knew. So that play, that last play last week on that fourth and sixth to the screen, where, yeah, we get it. Maybe the first play would have been better, but that second play is a screen always. The defense know that too. It's yeah. stuff like that that was just killing us. Yeah, yeah, and, the, the, and absolutely. Frank, oh, no, go, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Finish your thought. No, I was just saying, and Frank, he, the fact that he just doubled down. He's ready to go, bro. He's and ready he's to go, forcing. He, it's like they were using like the 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 degree thing, right? They were using that. Oh, when you got a degree in this, and you're not even fulfilling your degree. I was like, I'll do you one better. Well, you got a picture. You're a player, right? You do something well. And he got you doing something completely different. It's like, oh yeah, my major is in physics. And I, I, that's my major, but he got them doing biology. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, science, but it's different, bro. I don't do this well. Yet you trying to force your players to do this. And not adjust. And the defense knows, hey, they're not going to adjust. They're, they're just going to double it down. Like, Frank is just trying to beat the block in and and make it work. And when it ain't working, and it's like the definition of insanity, man. What are we yeah. doing? 
Yeah, no, and I, again, listen, this is why I, I, I listened to that, and it basically affirmed, like you said, it affirmed a lot of stuff that we were kind of assuming was going on. The fact that he took back play calling was another thing that was affirmed on cut to it, was uh, reaffirmed was that, you know, uh, you know, Frank basically wanted to fall on the sword, right? He wanted, because yep. he already knew that he was on his way out. He kind of got the feeling that that was going to happen, so he took back the play calling. And we basically, I got up here and, and immediately said that, yo, if something he happens, it's almost over. Frank, it's it's gonna be on him, and it's not gonna be on Thomas Brown. Like that's so again, a lot of things that we he kind of said it. He said it. He did. He basically said it. He, yeah, said, he said that. He said He's, he he said he wanted to protect Thomas. Yeah, he, he said it, and I think it's just a lot of things that we knew. Uh, and we inferred we're we're not dumb. This is what's what I this is what I love about this podcast. Like we might say some stuff that's wrong sometimes, but we ain't stupid, bro. You're not we not gonna you're not gonna just tell us something and we us not read between like we know what's going on, bro. Like we knew we knew that the offense was completely terrible. Like and we knew that you know we're doing something that's not working and the defenses know what we're doing. There's a reason why guys are blanketed every play, they know exactly what we're doing. We're not adjusting like this stuff that we've been saying for weeks. Like we know what's going on. Yeah, you know what I mean, so I again, look. I want to give some big ups to us as a fan base and a community because yep. for one, you know, I talked to my dad a lot because he played football. He went to college and played football um, and, and everything. And I, I talked to him. We got to give our fan base some credit because he, my dad, is one who's been around a long time. He's like. Yeah, we the Carolinas. Yeah, we the Bible Belt. He said, but we love some football, and we got a high football IQ down here. Facts. We know what we know what's going on. Yeah, we may not be New York or Chicago or LA, but we smart down here, and we are loyal. We just not gonna deal with no BS because we are smarter than than a lot of fan bases out there. We understand Facts. football. And I think David Tepper need to recognize that because we are very loyal. We are so loyal that it makes us physically ill to even go to games. That's how loyal we are. It hurts us too much, man. Like, we're not delusional out here. We are real and we get it. And when we know we are hurting ourselves and making bad decisions and our team is doing this, and we call it out and we know we're right. And then you got these insiders basically confirming it. It's like, how do these guys not know? Yeah. I, and I think. I, Come yeah, on, man. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's a great, fantastic point. Uh, and this is why we got to We got to make our voice be heard. And, this is, and, and if y'all don't know, uh, Too Busy is the one that created the graphic that we're going to put on the shirt. So I appreciate that. We're in the process. Uh, it's, it's in the process right no now. Problem. I got a company working on it. Uh, and I got I got something for you, too. Uh, I just check your Twitter DMs at some point, probably tomorrow. But I got something for you for doing that. Uh, this is going to be great. And I, I, and I, I 1,000% agree uh, with your point. And, yeah. again, we're going to stick with the Panthers. We're not, we're not going to give up on the Panthers. We want to support. Bro, we don't – I think it, get mis, it gets misconstrued. We don't want to hate Tepper. 
Bro, oh. we want yo, we want Tepper. We want to be really we want to see success with Tepper. You like, think we I want to see? You think succeed. we want to change all these graphics? Like, do you yeah, think bro, we're going to these... change all these graphics? You, you see all this bro, stuff that I got about we... here? I got a poster from the golf tournament I went to earlier this year. What I know? Yeah, you bro. think I want to change these logos? <laughs> you think I want to buy all this gear? You think all the money I spent on this team? I want this team to be good. I want and this I team to be I... successful. I don't. I don't yeah. want to complain for. We don't want to complain for the sake of complaining. We want to get up here in victory lap. We want to be able to talk junk to the NFC South opponents. We want to be able to like. So this is not enjoyable for us. This is why we're so passionate about it. You know what I mean? So I think it gets misconstrued. Right. And you know, I, I hear some of these people, uh, and they lump all fan, you know, fans in these in this box. Like we all think, and we just want to complain for the sake of complaining, bro. We're not doing that. We not we we want to see this team be successful, and we feel like the way things are going, it's not going to uh, lend to that. And so we're going to make our voice be heard. And so that's why we're going to continue with what we're going to do, and it's going it's going to go down. So yeah, you know I mean, so it, it is what it is. I I think that um, you know hopefully hopefully things get better, and unfortunately we don't have much in the uh, news in the way of that happening. But hopefully Dave Tepper learns from his his, his mistakes. And and we 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 do some better things, so we'll we'll see. But it's it's a great call. Uh, too busy. You got anything else you wanted to say? No. Oh, I'll just add this. I love I love Greg to death, but um, <laughs> all I got for him is tight end coach. That's all right. I got. And Look, tight yeah. end coach until further notice, I'm gonna, baby. I'm gonna be, I, I, I'm no gonna be honest. He don't even have to be the tight end coach. I just don't want him being a coordinator or a head coach. He can be a position coach. <laughs> He can pick whatever one he wants. If he feels like his blocking admin and thinks he can do the offensive line coach, if we feel like the move camping out of here, you can be the offensive line coach. <laughs> I, I just don't want you to be a coordinator. I don't want you to jump straight to coordinator or head coach. Yeah, no. I don't want Jeff Saturday. I don't want that. Yeah, no. Like, we already yeah. feel like we're reaching mediocre Jerry Jones levels. The last thing I need to do is reach Jim Mercer levels, but there's a lot of drugs that Tepper's going to have to do first before we get to that point. <laughs> but either way, I don't want – I like Greg. I love Greg. I just don't think I, – I, position coach. That's that's that's, that's yeah. the height initially, position coach. That's that's it. Yeah. I think that Fox money is going to be too much. Uh, uh, yeah, like they, Fox is paying him. Ain't Fox, he on the A-squad now the too? Ain't he on the A-squad? Yeah, squad? but I thought they said he about to get pushed out by uh, Tom Brady. That is right. Uh, everybody's saying oh, he's going to get pushed out, which is that's why true. he's kind of looking at other ventures. And, like, that's I true. get him wanting – he loves Carolina. He wants to see us do well so bad. I know he does. But it's like, Greg, let's just start you off at tight end. Let's not throw you in the fire like that. Let's not do that. You know, you have a great legacy here. Don't don't do that. <laughs> great, great coaches, great players don't always make the greatest coaches. It's true. They don't. They don't. Yeah. I could think of one in sports that was pretty good. And that was Larry Bird when he was the coach of the Pacers. He took him to the finals. But yeah, it's true. not a that ain't a typically not a good formula. But appreciate the call. Appreciate the call. I know. All right, man. Have a good one. You too. All right. Yeah, keep it up. Oh, always. Always. All right. That is it. Yeah. Um, so I know somebody called the, in. Extended show today. Extended uh, show today. And I'm going to figure out how to make this work. Because I would love to figure out if I could set a queue up on this thing. But I'm glad that that worked. 
That's that was nice. great. I appreciate that, yeah. Dave. That's dope. I, I'm glad that worked. Same. Yeah, it's, it's been something I've been working on. I I um I thought I had it going when I had my other phone, and it just didn't work right. I didn't like what I was seeing. It, it just didn't go the way I thought it was going to go. But I'm but hey. then I realized the other day that it started working properly. So I said, all right, now I can probably test it out. So. Hey, real quick, um, real quick, I want to say this, man, because we did not do our typical uh halfway show and we did our do our e-begging. Uh, but shout out to all our Patreon members. Uh y'all got a shout out on the on the intro. So if you haven't seen our new new intro, uh it's a little five-minute countdown thing, but you, the Patreon, your shout out, your names are on that intro. And during our normal show, when we have our slides, you will still get that that shout out as well. Today, we just didn't have the slides because I didn't have time. It's been so much going on. I've been on so many shows and doing this, and it's just been a lot. Um, so uh, shout out to the Patreon members. If you want to become a Patreon member, we have like 106 active Patreon members. It'd be great to get to like 150, and you can join Patreon. Go to patreon.com forward slash PC and uh, join as low as $3 a month. Now, some of y'all are, are dropping super chats way more than that. So patreon.com forward slash PC. Also hit up Underdog Fantasy, underdogfantasy.com, sign up using the code PMP. That really helps the channel out for free. It's nothing. All you have to do is go over there, underdogfantasy.com, sign up using that code PMP. That will help us out tremendously. And, again, we appreciate all the support. Numbers is up. Panthers are down, but our numbers is up. Our views is up. We appreciate y'all. Uh, shout out to uh, Sith Lord Dallas, the newest M- MVP. Man, I appreciate you. I appreciate you, bro. I appreciate you. All right, so uh, with that said, Dave, you got any final thoughts? So I have to give a shout-out to the Blue and Gold March Machine. They're going to compete for the Band of the Year competition in Atlanta. And the first performance I got to see was at the Aggie Eagle Classic. This season, let me be clear, was at the Aggie Eagle Classic. And after that school down the road performed, the first track that they played was Move Bitch by Mystical. And oh, I'm so sorry. The B word on the show. Well, y'all, listen, man, hip hop, you know what it is, right? And look, that's why that's why we're mature. That's why we had to be mature. Gotta bleep that out, man. We gotta post post production and bleep that. All right. So the song. It's very indicative, indicative, indicative of what I want our current owner to do. Indicative, yes. Get out the way. Get out the way. Get out the way. And see, I edited myself out. Move. Get out the way. Get out the way. Get out the way. On that note, we can close it. Real quick, one thing. Shout out to my daughter. Uh, she had her first uh, basketball game. She cheered. Well, she didn't play, but she cheered. It's the first time cheering today. It was dope. Got to see some real uh, sports. I know we watch the Panthers every Sunday, watch them lose. But shout out to uh, uh, MCSA. They did their thing up here. Got two victories at JV and Varsity. Shout out to them, man. Shout out to Matt. Well, I ain't going to say this. But shout out to them, man. Aggie Pride, man. Can I get an Aggie Pride? Aggie Pride. Aggie Pride all day. You see it? Yeah, I didn't, yeah, you look, man. You look, listen, listen. Aggie listen, pride. Listen, I got, I got Agatha and Aggie over here. You know what I'm saying? That's what we do. Got my bobblehead action. Did you get one of these, man? I did not. 
They still up there. I don't want no. I don't want Agatha. You don't want Agatha? Well, I, I think they still got the Aggies too. They got the Aggies too. Shout out to my guy. So you know, I even and I even got my man Sir Purr back here, man. So I, you know, I got Sir Purr back here. That's what's up. All right. With that said, man, we're getting up out of here. Uh, like, subscribe, notification bell, all that good stuff. Uh, I owe y'all a mock draft Monday. It might be a mock draft Wednesday or Thursday. It won't be Thursday because I got stuff to do on Thursday. It might be a mock draft Friday. You never know. I might go do and do it live. You, know, you may you never know. You never know what's going to happen. All right. So with that said, we up out of here. It's fun watching. Uh, it's fun coming up coming up here and uh, live reacting to everything and just giving our thoughts. But we hanging in there. We in this together, Panther Nation. We in this together. Hopefully, we, we take a turn for the better over this next six, seven games. How many is left? Hopefully, we get some Ws. And look much better, and all be mad uh, because we didn't we didn't have this all season. Well, the thing so is, we'll we see. need more W because I do not want to give Chicago a one overall pick. Like, that, that's, that too. That's the key. Like that I too. understand. Like this. I mean, having the thirty third pick is nice, but I do not want to give Chicago a one overall pick, man. I really don't. I really don't. So, all right, y'all. We out of here, man. Peace out. It's fun. We'll see you next time. Peace. QueenCityPodcastNetwork.com. dot com.